Hey guys, it's Ani Lippitz with the Get Ula Vision Tanya podcast. Today is we're going to be doing the Tanya for the 20th of Kislev and the 21st of Kislev, yesterday's and today's, and we are in Likute Amarim in the Hakdama, in the Altar Rebbe's introduction to the Tanya. Here, the Altar Rebbe explains that he initially wrote and compiled the Tanya to take the place of the Yechidases, the private meetings that he would have with his Hasidim to give them spiritual counsel. Um, and in the Hakdama to the Tanya, the Alter Rebbe anticipates the questions that the Hasidim will ask, which is essentially, how could a book, which every single person will read and interpret subjectively, actually take the place of spiritual counsel, like personal spiritual guidance from the Rebbe himself? How will the reader's personal biases and emotional stuff and subjective, limited, and even incorrect understanding of the world not interfere with understanding the advice that's that's encoded in the Tanya? Another concern that the Alter Rebbe addresses is that every single person has a different mind, personality, and even spiritual makeup. This also impacts how they'll understand, connect to, and implement and implement what they read in a book, in a book of spiritual advice. The Alter Rebbe says that even in the inherently objective area of halacha, the opinions of the sages differ based on their individual spiritual makeup, some because their soul makeup is more to the side of Gevorah, tend to paskin more stringently. Others, because they're, they are, their spiritual makeup is more to the side of chesed, tend to paskin more leniently. Some are to the middle. Um, so even in halacha, which is supposed to be inherently objective, if we have differing opinions based on a person's unique spiritual makeup, how in a book that is supposed to be addressing something as personal and varied and seemingly subject to interpretation as Avaitas Hashem, as our emotional relationship with Hashem, as our each own unique personal path in connecting to and manifesting Hashem, how could a person's unique personality and spiritual makeup not interfere with actually extracting from the book the truth? So the Alter Rebbe then in today's Tanya for the 21st of Kislev starts to answer this question. He explains that actually over the years of counseling his Hasidim on their deepest personal issues and their challenges in serving Hashem and connecting to Hashem and having an emotional relationship with Hashem that becomes expressed in their thought, speech, and action, he recorded all of the answers and the advice that he gave them. So the structured program of self-refinement and connecting to Hashem that emerged from these meetings is essentially contained in the Tanya. So the Tanya is not a book like other works um, in, in the Torah realm. It's not a book. It's like a living system. It's a living energy. The Rebbe Rishab says that to learn the Tanya is to literally have a Yechidis, a conversation with the Altar Rebbe. Um, so we, even though the Tanya is literally called a Sefer Shalbanim, it's not just a Sefer. It's it's a living system of energy. It's literally Atmos contained in a book. Hashem's essence contained, you know, in these pages. And the Alter Rebbe says that if you're not able to understand the concepts in Tanya, that there are scholars in each community who we can turn to for explanation and personal advice based on the Tanya's teachings. And he instructs these people who, you know, understand the Tanya 
and, and can give over their understanding to other people and can help other people apply the Tanya in their personal lives, he tells these people who have this certain understanding, these scholars, not to hide behind false modesty. And the Alter Rebbe says, false modesty chas shalom, because false modesty is not emes. Trying to claim, oh, I don't understand enough, or this and that is is literally not emistic. If a person understands, if they have a certain clarity in their sight, they should help other people and give them this clarity also. And the Alter Rebbe writes that there is tremendous, tremendous reward in doing so. And then we end today's Tanya with the Alter Rebbe um, again warning that the Tanya should not be reprinted from five years from its initial publication without express permission from the publisher. So we in our generation... I think we struggle a lot with this idea of false modesty, of false smallness. We have been programmed with these false notions. We spoke about it a little bit in the last episode of um, of what these different concepts in Hasidus mean, these false mistaken notions that, for example, you know, like bittel means that I'm literally nothing and I don't matter at all and nothing I think or feel or want or desire or none of my abilities matter. That's what bittel is. That, my friends, is not bittel. That is self-abuse. <laughs> um, we'll talk about this as we go through Tanya, but bittel literally means stop projecting. Stop projecting your stuff everywhere and learn how to be present in reality. That's the essence of what bittel is. And, you know, the idea of Mesiris Nefesh, meaning that I don't matter and nothing, nothing about me matters. And, you know, it's, it's not possible for me to, it's not possible for me to have, um, you know, insight into these things. It's too high. It's too lofty. When in reality, like this is our life. Hasidus is our life. Tanya is describing your inner world and your inner experience. And yes, you can understand it. And yes, you can plug into it. And step one is knowing that and knowing that this is your inheritance. And um, and it's time to step into our greatness. And we, we access, we really access our greatness um, through this power of Bittal, which means I stop projecting. I stop feeding into false limiting notions of myself and my worth and who I can be. And I give up my ego sense of self. I give up my limited sense of self. I give up all my false beliefs about myself and what I can do in the world. And once I do that and I get rid of my ego projections and I get rid of this false limited self of sense of self that I had. And we do that how really through human healing work, really through addressing these issues, addressing these limiting beliefs I have, where do they come from? How can I heal them? In our generation, they're pretty much always coming from unprocessed trauma and unprocessed um, emotional stuff that we absorbed, inherited, experienced ourselves from our upbringing, from our communities, and um, reorienting our consciousness to say what Hasidus says about me is what I really am. And the Rebbe tells me, the Alter Rebbe tells me, I'm a cosmic force. And the Rebbe told me over and over and over again how great and limitless I actually am. So if I feel resistance to that, I'm being pointed in the direction of some healing work to do. Have an awesome day.